0: Chase the Crime, hosted by Samantha Rubino-Lloyd, is a true crime show on Jupiter Connection Radio. <laughs> Chase the Crime is a show it may contain discussions about violent or disturbing topics. Some content may contain personal opinion and is not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual. This show is for entertainment and informational purpose only. Italy, 17 people were killed in six months between 1997 and 1998 in Liguria and Piemonte regions. Victims were armored truck guard, night security guards, prostitutes, and women met by chance on the train. He was called the monster of the trains or the serial killer or prostitute. Today, I will talk about the most prolific Italian serial killer, Donato Bilancia. Welcome back to Chase the Crime, a true crime show here on Jupiter Connection Radio. Today I'm going to start the show in a different way. I want to mention immediately who inspired me for this show. I'm talking about Massimo Picozzi and Carlo Lucarelli. Massimo Picozzi is the most important Psychiatric and criminology in my country, in Italy. Carlo Lucarelli is one of our amazing authors. He always studied cases like about mafia, homicide, cold case, and um, he has worked with um, Massimo Picozzi for many, many years. I had the honor to meet them one night. And just in a few hours, uh, I learned uh, a lot of things about criminology, about um, serial killer cold case. Uh, All this episode is uh, inspired by the podcast uh, on Audible Original. The podcast name is Nero Come Il Sangue, Black as Blood. Donal, uh, History of Donato Bilancia, 1997. And this will be the last episode for this season here on Jupiter Connection Radio. And in, se- in September, we will be back with all shows, included Chase the Crime. For this reason, I decided that the best way for me to say goodbye to this first season of uh, Chase the Crime The only way it would be talking about the most prolific Italian serial killer, Donato Bilancia. Donato Bilancia was born on July the 10th, 1951 in Potenza in south of Italy. His father was a government employee and his mother was a housewife. He has an older brother, Michele. Bilancia family moved to North, to Piemonte region from South for a while. And then they moved to Genova in Liguria region where Donato studied at elementary and then in middle school. His psychological problems start in the family environment. His father is a very strict father while his mother basically is not able to create a balance in this family, in this family environment. And she never, she never tries to mediate in the family. Donato has a very important health issues, enuresis, which is also called bad weather. A problem that supposes to be temporary in a normal kid kid, especially if the parents uh, um, reassures and empathize uh, with, with the kid who has these issues. There was no the case of Bilancia's parents. They humiliate him, they scold him all the time. One of the big humiliation is that every morning her mother put the mattress on the balcony so, in this way, the mattress can dry, but simultaneously, all the neighborhood can see the mattress and they immediately know that Donato unfortunately wet the mattress again. He said when uh, he was arrested that. I was so ashamed. A couple of my neighbors were my age. They went to school with me. In this way, they would know all my problems. And every night, when I felt that my mattress was wet, I tried to dry it with my warm body. But this never works. Every the humiliation keep going when they come back to their hometown for summer vacation. When every night Donato's father show to Donato's cousin that he has a very small penis. <laughs> So, with all of this trauma, probably with a kind of anger inside, but sure, a lot of humiliation, Donato started to become a very, very small criminal. She thefts stuff around. And when the money that he makes he pays prostitute and he start to gambling. When, uh, when he's 16 years old, he steals a car and immediately was arrested and he's going in a reformatory. For many years, this uh, small criminal like Donato Bilancia is, he's going back and forth to the jail. He also spends two years in French jail. It's 1972 when Donato has an accident. He fell from a a viaduct While he's driving a a truck, he went to a coma for many times, for a long time. And one of these consequences is that the Italian government recognized that his disability for 44%. But a tragic event happens in Donato's life. We are in 1987. His older brother, Michele, was is married, but at that time he finds out that his wife wants to have a divorce. And having a divorce for her includes to have the total custody or of their kids. Their kids, sorry. It's Father's Day. In Italy, Father's Day is March the 19th. Michele is walking in the train station. He's waiting a train, not because he has to jump on the train and go somewhere. He decides to throw himself under the train. He is not alone. He throws himself under the train with his son, who was four years old. Fordonato was a huge trauma. The trauma was so, so big that he decided that he want to completely delete his life. He wants, like, you know, erase his life. And the first step for him was changes his name. From that day, his name is not Donato anymore. It's Walter. Because of uh, this trauma, Walter is all the time around crime. He keeps going to commit the crime. He spent all of this money with. uh, Prostitute, he spends a lot of time with them. Why? Because that was the only relationship that he's able to build. He gambling, he gambling a lot. He doesn't care if he wins or he loses money. He loses money. He doesn't care. He was addicted to gambling. has around people who just take care advantage of him. And honestly, to tell you the truth, for him, uh, this has not so much, it was not so much, it's, it's not much important for him, sorry. Because he needs confirmation. He needs to be sure that he has people around him. So for him, it was enough uh, to be funny with them to be kind with him in that way, if you have this, this attitude, you become Walter's best friend immediately. But is a person whom he considers a best friend who stabs him in the back? I'm talking about Marcello. It's uh, summer, it's 1997 and we are in Genova. Maurizio Parenti, his friend, wants him to go with him uh, um, to the Gambley house where he works uh, has, um, as a bodyguard, as a security guard. Walter decides to follow his friend. He goes there. He plays, and he wins. He wins a lot of money. Then he la- he leaves a little bit for just a couple of minutes the um, uh, the, 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 the gamble table, and when he come he comes back, he starts losing money. That day, he lose. But he was not worried about that. But suddenly, something happened. He heard Maurizio Parenti talk with Giorgio Centenaro, the owner of the gambling house. And he heard these following words. (laughs) I told you, I told you that we would be able to bring him here and squeeze him as a lemon. That words, that words create a wound in his heart. He just was betrayed from a person whom he, he considers his best friends but this time this time for him things has to change have to change he decided that he doesn't want to be humiliated anymore he decided that even if after he heard that statement maurizio and giorgio spent spent, spent time around him talking with him laughing with them and patting his shoulder. More they were around and more an anger grows inside Walter Bilancia. So for the first time, he decided he cannot tolerate this humiliation and he has to take an action. It's time for Donato Walter Bilancia take Action. He took a numbers of he takes a number of um, license plate uh, of a centenare um, centenare uh, car the owner of the gambling club and he is able to find to find out where uh, where it lives one day is October the tenth, um, the fourteenth, sorry, nineteen ninety seven, at four a.m. Donato Walter Bilancia starts his career as a killer. He goes to to Giorgio Centenaro's house. He goes inside with an excuse that he wanted to play card with them. But once he's inside, he forced him to take off his um, um, his clothes. And he started to tighten with um, an adhesive tape. And he explained him very calm that he doesn't deserve to leave. And so... At that point, Walter kills for the first time and he kills Giorgio Centenaro. He strangles him. He takes everything with him so he doesn't want to leave any trace that he was there. At the point that when the... Doctors arrived after a few days that nobody knows anything about knows nothing about uh, Giorgio Centenaro they find out, find out him uh, die in his house and the doctors say that he probably die for heart attack they didn't have any suspect what what they doesn't have, they don't have any suspect what is the real reason why Centenaro was dying <music> Maurizio Parenti doesn't suspect anything. And also, he doesn't know that he will be the last one the next victim. It's October the 24th, 1997. And Bilancia pretended to pass by a chance um, at Maurizio's house, telling him that he has some uh, watches that has a uh, value and he wants to sell them. And he said, I have everything in my plastic bag. I want to show you and I want to know your opinion. In the bag, there were no watches there were a gun, a pair of gloves, and adhesive tape. He tied Maurizio and his wife and he asked for the the code of the safe. But Walter was not there for money even if he takes with them $9,000 that he finds. For the first time in his life Bilancha reacts he is not a victim anymore of humiliation. Now he can average. He can take an action. He can stop people, humiliate him. He shoot them. And the thing is that He likes it. He likes it at the point that after three days, he follows uh, a jewelry in his house. He knocks his door. He pretends to be a postman that he has a maze to to sign. In this house, there was also jewelry's uh, wife. And uh, he killed them but there was no money, there was anything. It just killed them because he wants to kill. He likes so much, kills people, that after that, he keeps going. It keeps going. But now, he changes his victim, his target. Now, he saw an armed truck guard that, for a huge mistake, left open the door of the truck. And sure, Walter steals $40,000, but it's November 13, Henny kills Luciano Marra. 6.00. Victims in less than one month. For revenge, for money or just because they were witness of a crime like the two fierce women that he killed. At that point, Bilancha takes some time for him. He was quiet, he was silent, he was still for three months While one night, it's January 1998, he is watching the TV and suddenly he has the impulse of killing someone. He decided to follow a person, Giorgio Cameri, a security guard, a night, a security night guard. He followed him for days so he knows all the habits that this gentleman has. Where he goes, what he does until January the 25th, 1998 he shoots him. Now, again, Bilancia changes his target. He moved from normal people Security night guards, two prostitutes. The first prostitute victim is Stella Tria. He was killed March the 9th. After he has um, uh, sexual intercourse with her, he tells her to leave the car because he wanted to show her the, the beach, the sea. But he covers her eyes with a towel because he says, "I don't want you to see my license plate." It was an excuse. He kills her with his gun. From that moment until his arrest, Donato Walter Bilancia kills other nine times. The next victim is another prostitute, Ludmila Zubikichova. But then he changed the target again. It's March the 20th. And he's in uh, Novi Ligure. And he kills another armored truck guard, Enzo Gorni. It's March 24th. When he decides to have uh, a sexual intercourse, with a transsexual person Julie Castro they are on um, on Bilancia's car is Mercedes and Donato Bilancia, Donato Walter Bilancia drives in a private property he parks the car exactly next by a huge tree in that way Julie is not able to open the door and leave but Something unexpected happens. Two security night guards arrive because that is a private property and they ask him what he's doing there, why he's there, that he cannot stay there because it's a private property. Massimiliano Gualillo and e Candido Rando, at that time, they become victims of Bilancia he shoots them on their hand but Julie is able to run away she goes to the police and she gives the police a huge description of Donato Walter Bilancia after a few days he keeps going this moment, he kills a prostitute from Nigeria. One day, he makes an appointment with Luisa Ciminelli, another prostitute. He goes to her house, and after having sexual uh, intercourse, he puts his gun on, um, on Luisa's head. She starts crying, and she has mercy. Not for her, but she has, don't kill me. I have a kid. My kid is two years old. It's very strange. Donato Bilancia lives without killing her, but he lives with another witness. And like Julie Castro, she is going to give the police another description of the of Donato Walter Bilancia. He keeps going. He doesn't care about anything. It's Easter. April the 12th. There is a train that goes from Genova to Venice. And there is a woman. A woman alone on the train. She gets up with her purse and she goes to the toilet. Guess who is on the train? Donato Bilancia. With the fake keys he was able to open the door of the toilet. She screams. As soon as she sees Donato Bilancia she screams but he put her jacket on her face and he shoots her. But he put her purse on the seat where she was sitting. He steals her train ticket and he keeps going. He keeps going to stay on the train. Why he steal the ticket? Because he said, I decided to kill someone suddenly and I decided to take a train so I didn't have time to pay for a ticket and I didn't want to get any, you know, any ticket from uh, the guardian on the train. This time Donato Walter Bilancia is a serial killer totally out of control, he chooses victim suddenly by a chance. April the 14th, he kills another prostitute. April the 18th, he's a gay on the train. Mariangela Rubino, 32 years old, is on the train that goes from Genova to Ventimiglia. He says, she goes to the bathroom. It was very fast. I open the door. I put her jacket on her head and I shoot her. But this time I did something different. I felt so this pain for her that I decided to masturbate myself. And then I clean my hands on her body. Like uh, I have been telling you in this episode, Donato Walter Bilancia doesn't have uh, a target. He kills everyone that basically that he, um, he finds, no matter what if it's a prostitute, no matter what if a normal person, no matter what. He kills whatever, when, whoever he wants without having a specific target. Who reminds you this? Last episode, The Night Stalker. The modus operandi is exactly the same. For this reason, the detectives, the police, were so confused because there was not a target, a precise target. But we arrive at the last victim, April the, twen- the tw- the, um, yes, April the 20th, 1998, Arma di Taggia, gas station. Donato Bilancia arrives there. He wants to put gas in his car, but he doesn't have money. He talked with the with the owner of the gas station, Giuseppe Mileto, and he, he said, I don't have money now, but uh, I can come back and pay you. But if you don't trust me, you can uh, write down my license plate so but don't worry i will come back Uh, giuseppe miletto uh, say no absolutely not if you want me to put gas in your car you have to pay Uh, bilancia gets so mad that he shows him his guns at that moment Simultaneously, another person is coming with his car. So he saying, now you're going to put gas in my car. You, have do- you don't have to say anything. If I notice that you say uh, something, I'm going to kill you. In the meantime, he decides to steal the money that the man has in his gas station. He's just steal like $500. the the owner of the gas station seems that tries to communicate with the other client, try to make the other clients, to make the other clients understand, other clients sorry, understand that something was not right in that moment, that it wasn't dangerous. This is the perception that Donato Bilancia has at this time. When the client leaves, Donato Bilancia shoot this poor man in his head. Well he left the gas station, he left the hallway, he changed his clothes, he wears suit, and is he hands his night in Sanremo at the casino But something? Is going to change very soon. A man is at the police station. He's telling the police that he sells his his car a Mercedes, but the person who bought the car hasn't changed the name of the title of the car. So he's um, receiving a lot of tickets that this uh, this car get uh, has has gotten and he pays attention something was clear under his eyes when he reads where he gets this ticket that all the places where the 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 person gets the ticket tickets are exactly the places where police has found people killed. Another thing that the print that the tires of the Mercedes left on the sign of the crime were exactly the tires to the Mercedes that this man sold. So the police starts following him. And one day they he went Donato Bil Walter Bilancia is uh, on, uh, in a coffee shop. He drinks a coffee and immediately the friends the police w- w- is there, they they keep the coffee mug and they they give the coffee mug to the forensic police. They analyze everything, and guess what? They found out that the DNA on the coffee mug is exactly the same DNA on the crime scene in the last six months. is May the 5th, 1998. Donato Bilancia is arrested outside his house. After a few days, he confesses all the homicides. The 5th, 1998, Donato Walter Bilancia was arrested outside his house. He confesses everything after uh, a few days of his arrest. He was very calm. He explained everything um, that happened um, without skipping or missing any part. It seems that it was his arrest uh, is a kind of relief for for him. Uh, what he said, uh, he described all the homicides in the detail, and he said almost he was almost grateful for the police that they arrested him because he said probably. I would kill myself at a certain point if you didn't arrest me. And being betrayed from my best friend Maurizio Parenti was the reason why I started to kill people around me. The woods for was for so deep. I was, I felt so frustrating. I was so disappointed that the only thing that I wanted to do was kill people. I, he said, I believed in a friendship. He stabbed me in the back. Because, you know, I have been living for 47 years very quietly. Look at me. I'm a very peaceful person. I didn't have any reason to kill randomly people. I killed people because I was betrayed from my best friends. The trade started in... Um, May 13, 1999, and Bilancia didn't participate to the trail. Um, he confessed everything he described very well of the homicides. So his lawyer, Nominate Giacomo Canepa and Elio Di Marco, has a, a psychi- a psychiatric forensi- forensic psychiatric Uh They report to say that um bilancha's childhood um is uh, his older brother uh suicide and um, the truck accident that he has that took him in coma for a while uh, where all these elements together cause in him and unfit to plead so basically they say that he was not able to understand what he was doing at the time on the other side the prosecutor nominated Romolo Rossi and Francesco De Fazio they say that Donato Bilancia was a very criminal uh, you know uh, neighbor criminal, a small criminal, a little criminal, and he moved from being a little criminal to a serial killer. And they declared that Bilancio's personality was a very complex personality, a narcissist personality. And every decision that he made in his life uh, before killing people was a decision dictated from his narcissist all the wounds from his childhood are the roots of his narcissist he has no feeling from the other the others don't exist from for Donato Walter bilancia their feelings don't exist they are just uh, you know like characters in a movie He didn't have any mercy for them, for other lives. He killed because he need to be approved. He didn't have any tolerance anymore for being frustrating, for being humiliated from someone else. Only thing that counted for him was having relationship with prostitute that he paid, and that way he had a control of someone, but a control that allows allowed him not to have a deep and profound relationship, intimate relationship with with, some, with someone. There was no intimacy. I'm not judging, right? Plus uh, all this is addiction of gambling. He borrow money. He lose money. He make makes money gambling, and still there was a way from him to have a control, to have a power on others' lives. Donato Bilancia is a humiliated man. In day, in his heart, in uh, in his feelings, in a love that he he should have received when he was a kid. He he was lonely. He was completely lonely. But he was ashamed about all of his life and what what he did. Ashamed, but not guilty. He didn't feel guilty. At this point, the judge has two opposite um, psychiatric reports, so he decided to nominate his own uh, forensic psychiatric, Gianluigi Conti and Ugo Fornari. They declare that Donato Walter Bilancia has been able to make a decision in the past and in the present there was not any mental issues so he was very conscious and mindful about what he was doing in the past and what he was saying in the present and Massimo Picozzi in this, um, in this podcast say that only, especially in the United States, only the 3% of serial killers are unfit to plead. It's April 13, 2020, and Donato Walter Bilancia, he sentenced for 13 life sentences for 17 homicide he confessed the homicide. Women. For him, women was the reason why he killed everyone. He couldn't have any attention from women unless he paid them. He had this kind of love and hate with the prostitute. Changing the target all the time for him was like misdirected investigation. The two victims on the train, they were choose just by chance. So because he was a narcissist, because Donato Bilancia is a narcissist, he tried to become again the main character of this huge event, right? We are. I'm talking about the most prolific Italian serial killer. He was interviewed in a show. On, um, I remember it was. Uh, I remember because Massimo Picozzi and Carlo Lucarelli remind me in this podcast. He was interviewed. In um, in late in the afternoon, uh, seven p.m. It was kind of scandal because people uh, didn't want that nobody interviewed a fearish person like Donato Walter Bilancia. But that was kind of useful to understand better Donato Bilancia personality. We are talking about a person that. ...is able to manipulate the person who interviewed him... Paolo Bonolis he is a famous showman in my country. He gives delusion to the showman... ...to go close, very close to their reality. And he, gave, he gives him the illusion that he could, you know, manage this this moment, this interview when Bonolis asked why did you kill? Donato Bilancia replies I cannot reply I don't have any answer we are trying to understand why I did what I did you know the the conversation would be very long about this and very very hard to understand. I don't have any answer. It's just jumping in a dark. And but I remember everything. I do really remember everything. But if you ask me why, I don't have any answer. Bonolis keeps going with uh, his questions. He says, Did you look the victims in their eyes while you were killing them? And again, Bilancha replied, What I should have to do? What I, what I had to do? I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, Maybe, yes, probably I look at them in the eyes, but I don't know. Uh, I don't feel, I didn't feel that responsibility of looking at at the eyes of the person whom I was killing. Another question was, did you kill people because you think that they were guilty about something? Again, Bilancha said, Oh, I don't have any answer. You know, a killer, how can I reply? I don't know. You tell me. You tell me. Give, Please give me an answer. Because, you know... I'm sitting on the couch and in one moment I'm sitting on the couch and a minute after that, I stand up, I leave, I go outside and I kill someone, probably a woman on a train, like I did. Why? In another city. Why I went in another city? There were no women around me in my city. Why? And look at me. Look at my face. It's the same face that I have had for all of my life. Do you think this is a face that can kill someone? It's a face of someone who has a normal life. I went to visit my parents with this face. And they never, never had any suspect that... I killed people, that I was killing people. Look at me. I, while I killed that people, I had the same face that I have now while I'm talking with you. He was a narcissist. And he was uh, very able to manipulate the other. In his mind, the concept Massimo Picozzi said that was ask me, what do you want me to tell you? But I'm going to tell you what can take, what something that can, where I can have advantage to. Something that is comfortable for me. Something that only I can have advantage. And you, you will never notice that I'm just telling what I want to tell. And something that it's good for me. About the life sentences that he got, he said... That it was a right sentence, that if he were a judge, he would probably sentence him with a death sentence. Because death it's freedom. Death it's something that can allow you to solve the problem immediately death is freedom because trust me he says the pain the suffering the wound that I have inside are worse than a death December 17 2020 Donato Bilancia died in Padova prison because of COVID the last The thing that he said to his confessor was I'm going to go to the hell but I will ask God a moment just a moment to apologize with all the victims with all the people whom I killed. We don't know. If he was telling the truth or, again, he was joking also before he died. It has been a pleasure for me to have a crime show here on Jupiter Connection Radio, on Spreaker, Spotify, and Radio, And it's a pleasure to me handing the first season of Chase the Crime with the most prolific Italian serial killer, Donato Walter Bilancia. I perfectly remember that period and I perfectly remember frightening that was around because he also committed some of the homicides in my region, Piemonte. So, and it was very scary to take a train and go around because his modus operandi was so not defined that everyone could become a victim at that time. Thank God, as always, the serial killer makes mistake makes mistake because they are not perfect there is no a perfect killing machine and uh, sometimes it takes a little bit longer for the police uh, and detectives to arrest them sometimes less because there are many factors that we need to consider when we have a serial killer on a homicide it's not easy but we have great people who work for us would keep us safe, and has a last episode for this first season of Chase the Crime. Let me thank you, Real Crime, on um, um, on YouTube. That I mean, they inspire me. They help me with all the previous uh, uh, episode for the nice talker Ted Barney, Samuel Jackson, and all this American serial killer. For Italian serial killers, still I want to give my huge, profound thank to Carlo Lucarelli and Massimo Picozzi, whom I had an honor to met, and spend some hours with them talking about serial killer, um, psychiatric issues that are going uh, around these people with this weird, uh, with this uh, ill personality, sick personality. So, Real Crime YouTube, I suggest you to subscribe the channel, it's a very interesting channel. And if you speak my language, Italian, you can also subscribe on Audible Original, the um, Massimo Picozzi e Carlo Lucarelli podcast. Nero come il sangue, dark like blood. And I also want to thank my business partner Lara because. Uh, uh, she's amazing and we work very well together and basically we keep, uh, we try to do our best. We do our best on this radio for us. It's a pleasure uh, to um, to be here on Spreaker, Spotify and Heart Radio and being with you if you are in the car, if you are at home, if you are on your vacation, it's a pleasure Talk with you virtually and tell some story that could be opinion, that could be crime story, that could be amazing work that Lara is doing with astrology. Jupiter Connection Radio is going to pause for a month, for August month. We need some break, relax, restore our energy and come back uh, stronger than ever. But not for our weekly inspiration, every Monday, 6.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, you can listen to me and Lara talking about a quote uh, from a famous person and explain the quote and try to encourage, encourage everyone as to um to keep our bi- vibes high and go through the week the moment the historical moment is not easy for every any anybody but we need to work on ourselves we need to stay connected to each other we don't we don't have to allow anything anybody any event to keep us separate to divide us we are strong when we are together and remember we are one we are all connected so keep our, uh, your energy high strong and uh, I'll see you I will be here the second Thursday of September at 5.30pm Central Standard Time Spreaker Spotify iHeartRadio and Jupiter Connection Radio with Chase the Crime. And don't worry, I will always watch your back. Thank you. And thank you very much also to Epidemic Sound for this beautiful music. Thank you very much. See you in September. Bye.
1: Wake up